0: Welcome back, guys, to a new episode of the Shirts vs. Skins podcast. I know you guys are not used to hearing my voice. Uh, the Honorable Yoni Waz is not here with us tonight. Uh, I think he got some meeting with UA for maybe even Paris. Who knows? Because of his, his concept uh, of his Super League is going ri- viral on social media. If you guys want to check that out, check that out on our Twitter, in our Instagram, Shirt v. Uh, but we have two friends of the podcast. If you guys want to introduce introduce yourselves, you can go ahead.
1: Uh, Adam, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, what's up? I'm Adam. I'm one of the co-hosts for the A&J podcast. I run with my boy Jav over here to my left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pretty much talk about sports and and baseball, basketball, football, all that. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, we'll probably uh, put a link in the description yeah. or something.
1: I'm Javin. I'm the other side of the NJ podcast.
2: He's the brains.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Adam's a sports guy. just be doing the technical shit.
0: Love it. Love it. Now nah, you know your shit, bro. Don't, don't, don't be like that. Wait uh, you see this mug driver, love-
1: you're gonna say something else.
0: Just <laughs> tell Yeah, all right. Uh, so uh the topics that we're talking about tonight, we're gonna talk about the upcoming UFC 261. We'll preview that, talk about the fights, blah blah blah. We'll talk a little bit about basketball. I know it's been a while. I know you guys are all Knicks fans, right? Yeah. Yet again, I'm outnumbered on, on Knicks fans on this podcast, but it is what it is. I love it. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Curry's maybe MVP-type season. We'll talk about that. And lastly, we're going to – our first ever Shirts for Skins mock drafts, And it's, it's I can't wait. This is going to be a great one. So, Ahmed – Let's get into it. Talk about some UFC action this weekend.
3: Yes, sir. UFC 261 this weekend and Jacksonville Arena. Uh, The first time we will have a sold-out stadium arena filled, I believe, 15,000. Headlined by Kamaru Usman versus game-bred Jorge Masvidal. The second time uh, they will be fighting. uh, Obviously, the first time in Fight Island. Um, The whole card is stacked up. Uh, three title bouts um and some exciting fights in the main car and prelims but let's start off with the main car uh the main event kamaru usman the nigerian nightmare um one of the most dominant fighters in all of ufc not just the welterweight division taking on game bred miles Vidal who is game he is game he will take your head off if you don't take him serious um and he is fighting for his second title shot uh if you want to break it down, Kamaru Usman, wrestling machine, uh, can clinch. is the bigger guy. His striking has improved, uh, especially after going Trevor women in Colorado. You yep. saw last fight against Gilbert Burns. You know, uh, the main, main outcome of that was his jab. What the nasty jab. But Kamar Usman is not just about his jab. I mean, Kamaru Usman dictates where the fight goes, you know, he can, he can put you down or he can stand with you. It's up to him. And that's, that's definition of an elite fighter. Um, you know, Tiku, when this fight first came out, you said, what you said, I don't want Kamar Usman to stand with Jorge Masvidal. And four months later, I can see why you say that because game bread, one of the best boxers in all of the UFC. Oh, so I agree. Don't stand with him, but if you have that threat of a takedown, your striking becomes better. Like, like obviously Wohabim, yeah. he's not you know Conor McGregor or you know Adesanya when it comes to striking, but he's jabbing. You know, he's jabbing people in their face, and he's and he's striking with people because th- they are so scared to get taken down. And I think mm-hmm. Usman has the same kind of. Not problem, but the same uh the same thing pretty much. So I like Kamaru Usman in this fight. Game Bread is obviously uh, you know, he, he's not, you know, like a like a dog here. He 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 could win this fight. He could knock out Kamaru Usman. And how crazy would that be? But Kamaru Usman that would be can win this fight anywhere, I believe. You know, even even a strike because like I said, that takedown threat. Um, I know, I know Jorge has been definitely, you know. Like he's he's definitely been working on, on that takedown defense. Definitely. And and I think you know, we'll see a better, better showcase from Jorge Masvidal. It'll be it'll be a closer fight, but I still like Kamaru Usman um to get his hand raised.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Um Kamaru Usman, the difference between this fight and the last fight is that Masvidal has a lot more time. Cause last last mm-hmm. time it was like what, six days notice, right? It was really short. Yeah, and yeah. now he's coming. in. It's still a shortened training camp, but five weeks is a lot different than what he's what he had before. And he's definitely been training for uh, for Usman, so I think I think Usman's gonna win it just because I think he's gonna try and contain him, keep him on the ground. And even if he doesn't, he can he still has that jab which is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like to, oh my God, he just he hurts yeah. people bad. But I, I I don't know how much Masvidal would have to work to just. Keep that takedown defense, because Usman's probably the best wrestler in the UFC right now, that I can think of off the top of my head.
3: Probably John Jones is. John Jones him. too.
1: Yeah. But, but he's definitely top three. Yeah, I have a I have Usman winning this fight though. Just keeping him on the ground, keeping him contained, so he doesn't have to stand with him, and because Masvidal does have that sh- huge knockout power, like one punch kind of shit, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with both you guys. I think Usman will. I think he has the advantage better grappler, better takedown. And I think he could fight with them standing up uh, against uh, Masvidal. I think if Masvidal wants to win, he's going to have to keep the fight standing up. I don't think he can go take takedown and try to wrestle him on the ground because Usman's way bigger, way heavier. It's going to be tough for him to try to get him off him, you know? I think it's going to be Usman controlling the fight, controlling the tempo, and going for takedowns when he can. And I think it's Mm going to, when it's all said and done, it's going to be Usman with his uh, hand
1: raised.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, Javin, I think you you made a really good point about Masvidal going into the first fight with, one, on short notice on a short camp, and, two, people failed to to remember that his weight cut was horrible. I think he has his own YouTube channel, and he documented it. It was very bad, and we've talked on this podcast a lot about how weight cutting can affect fighters very much, even if they're in – even if they're more – in weight or less in weight, it affects the fight, so that, that's, that's something you got to keep in your mind, uh, the first fight, and even with that, Masvidal, the first fight wasn't even like, he didn't even, wasn't even that bad, you know, you could say the first round, Masvidal won that, and he gassed himself out in that fight, and, and now, Usman, We've seen against the Gilbert Burns fight. We're actually streaming that fight on their YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, Shirts or Skins on YouTube. Uh, that that was that was such a great fight for Usman, even though he got knocked down in the first round, but he rallied around that, had that championship mentality to withstand that pressure from Burns and came back and went with, like you said, that world-class jab. That's just something that these wrestlers have to, to a T. And... It's gonna be an interesting fight. I still believe Usman's gonna win because I think when you talk about someone that's a striker and you talk about someone that's a wrestler in the MMA in the UFC world, usually the wrestler wins. you could take him down, take him to the cage, do his foot stomps that he's very <laughs> used to and stuff but but the number one thing like Ahmed you said is does Usman think he's a striker now? That's gonna be the such an interesting thing that's gonna be in Usman's mind. That does he actually think he can actually strike with him? Is he arrogant now? He after, after knocking out, after knocking out Co- Covington, after knocking out Burns, uh, uh, it, it's gonna get it's interesting. And I think that that just spells trouble for Usman if he thinks he's gonna strike with Masvidal. But I'm gonna still go with Usman.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think I think we're gonna see. Um... Usman be aggressive, try to fight him, try to strike with him the first round,
1: mm-hmm.
2: see how it goes. I think he has something to prove. He wants to prove that he can fight with the best, standing up. And I think Masvidal will probably work him the first couple of rounds, and then once Usman realizes that's not working, I think he'll probably switch it up yeah. to more a takedown approach. Definitely, definitely. I think
0: considering the coaches around Usman, it's it's his coach is going to tell him, bro, Russell's ass and let's get let's get out of here with the. I'm tired. Yeah, tired yeah. yeah.
3: first. Um I think we all agree that you know Usman is is the bet, you know, like like the safe bet. But yeah, 100%. you know, you know, the reason why you know he's he's gonna fight this you know, um this guy again is because he wants to finish him for him yeah. as all in 49 fights now, I believe, never been finished. Or I mean he's never been knocked out. I think he's been subbed once or twice, but he's never been knocked out. Do mm-hmm. you are you guys expecting Usman to no. finish Masvidal? No. I just don't see it.
0: I don't see it. I I, I, I can't. Um, I think I, I like can see you it. Said.
2: Yeah. I think it's going really? to end up in submission. Wow. Submission or... I submission?
0: I, mean. I, can, uh,
2: I don't know. Submission is weird see- because Usman's
3: not a submission guy, you know? Yeah. Like top control, especially if he's got mount or something, and it's like 30 unanswered punches. You know, yeah. you never know. But it, it's just crazy to me that, you know, he's taking this fight because he wants to finish him. That's what And obviously, you know, it's, it's all about the money. Big money. And, yeah. You know, you know, huge money fight. But, you yeah, know, I mean, we all agree that Usman's going to win. And it's a great fight. We'll see what happens. Um, As we move on to the Coleman event, my favorite matchup of the night, the most interesting uh, fight of the night, Wei Li Zhang. Wow, China's superstar, uh, Strawway Queen versus Rose Nama Yunus. She's coming back for her gold. Uh Doug Rose uh is coming off for a win against Andrade. It was a pretty close fight, but a great win. Uh and Waylee Zane coming off that fight of the year contender, or I believe it was fight of the year. It should have been it against Joanna be so Jinjajek. Um, what a fight that was. Um Listen, I love Rose. I love Rose. She she's a great striker. Um, you know, I remember when she knocked out Joanna 15 to 0. Nobody saw that coming. 100%. Knocked her on the first round. That was insane. Um, so crazy. you know, she she's done crazy things before, and I think you know, like she shine um, like in the toughest toughest moments, she shows her best. But I think Whaley Zhang is is on an absolute tear right now and the power will be the difference. And Whaley is just, I believe slightly built different, you know, you know, she's got that special thing in her. I believe that does not allow her to lose and it's a fantastic fight. I'm so pumped for this one and I'll go with Weili Zhang to retain her belt and potentially look to fight another woman on this card people are probably not going to think about but we'll see we'll get to that we'll get to that
1: um i'm really excited for this fight too this is also my favorite fight on the card i'm so excited to see uh Wei-Li zhang and Rose Namunis. i think i i think i have Wayley zhang pulling it out but i i could see rose winning too just cuz you know yeah, sure. she she's got on her feet she's a great boxer but like you said she does have that strength she and she can knock people out you know just no joke sure i mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to all, all five rounds either. And it ends up in a you know split decision probably. But uh, as of right now, I'm, I'm kind of either way. I can't really predict the winner on this one right now. And I it's a great fight, though. Too. It's
2: a fantastic fight, though.
1: Yeah, for sure. Wow. I'm very excited for 20%. it. Yeah, I
2: agree with the man. I love Rose. I think she's tough as nails. I think she's a great fighter straight on her feet. But like, what are we saying, MMA and UFC? There's levels to this. I think Mm -hmm. Whaley's on a different level right now. She is dynamite right now, and I I think she's going to end up winning. I can see it going the distance, too, just because there's such a great fight, two great fighters. Um, But I think Whaley's going to end up with their hand in the air.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think something underrated before I go and break down the fight, something super underrated about this card is that, well, to me personally, I'm more excited for the women fights than the male fights. That's just me. Uh, when you talk about the fight, right before it, we'll get to it, but Whaley Zhang is somebody that that she to me she's my favorite women fighter since since Ronda Rousey, in my opinion. I think she's just like Ahmed said, she's just different. Like the brutality, the 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 just strength that she has, the power in. It. Just go look at the fight against Joanna for a it. It's yeah, it's insane. And with that being said, I don't want to discredit Rose Nama Yunis because she, in her own right, is a very, very good fighter. But I question her, her. I I've seen stuff about like I don't know if she still wants to fight for a very long time. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I question her mentality. I don't question her as a fighter. Uh, but if she can, maybe she can have this as coming back, you know, that injury against Andrade, where she lost, that's that's not anything to play around with. Yeah, that that's a nice. career. That it was scary. Strong. But she came back, beat Andrade, and she's just a fantastic fighter. But I think the difference between the two women in this fight is that uh, Zhang's strength and just aggression and power is just going to make a difference. She's going to feel those punches more than Zhang is going to feel Namu
3: Yunus. Uh, so... I'm gonna go Whaley Zhang to win. I'm not gonna lie though, I kind of hope Rose does win, so just so we can hear yeah, DC. Yeah. Dog Rose, dog Rose, <laughs> all over again. That'll be, that'll be <laughs> that's
0: great. iconic, man. Yeah, like, yeah bro, he ran. He, bro, he, ran he he ran with that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, he he ran with that. Like he didn't stop all oh, night. Man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was insane. So Whaley Zhang is our pick, but it's a fantastic fight, and I cannot wait for that one. Can't wait. As we you move on, yeah, yeah, for sure. As we move on to the third. Title bout of the night, Valentina Sevchenko. My little baby, I love Valentina, bro. The the assassin. Yeah, she is such an assassin versus Jessica Andrade, who was I think making her debut. No, or her second fight at flyweight. Second fight, I believe. I believe it might be. I believe oh, it might be her second. Yeah, second. I think she beat uh, uh, Kaylin. Uh, I don't forget her last name. again, whatever. Yeah, her second fight already. Already. Already in a Mm -hmm. big time fight against Valentina, the champ. This one, Mm -hmm. I believe, is the least close. Like, I think Valentina is going to show washer. I believe, exactly. I believe, even though Andrade does have power and she's scary and she can wrestle. I believe Valentina is just, her counter striking is ridiculous. Uh, Her power, her kicks to the body and up top. Anywhere, her kicks are ridiculous, bro. Her, she she yes. might have the best kicks in all of the game. Ridiculous, maybe. Um, maybe. I, lo- I love Valentina to win this, and maybe in impressive fashion, maybe a knockout by uh, like Valentina.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think this fight's close, to be honest. And that, I mean, I don't mean to disrespect Jessica Andrade, but Valentina Shevchenko <laughs> is so fucking good, man. She's probably the the second best women fighter right now. And I mean, you know. Amanda Nunez and Melan Nunes, but was yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. She's I think she's gonna win this fight, and I think it's uh think she's gonna I, beat her ass. Hm.
3: I thought I thought Valentina beat Amanda in the second fight, but that's yep. just my opinion. It was a fantastic and a, and a close fight. Okay.
2: but you know, those two are definitely the you know the cream of the crop.
1: Yeah, 100%. percent One A, one B. Yeah. Thanks shit.
2: Sure. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I know it we be agreeing a lot, but I, <laughs> I, don't I think Shevchenko. Yeah, this is a good podcast. We're all agreeing, no arguing yet. yet. Great, <laughs> no, yeah, great minds yet. think alike. Because because I, I agree. I think Shevchenko got. I mean, she has the size. She has the reach. She has the power. She has everything in her arsenal. She's such a good fighter. She honestly, other than Nunez, she really hasn't lost in her career. So I don't see I don't see Andrade beating her. I really I can't see it. Yeah, and I just want to go back to my point. Whaley Zang,
3: if she would have win and Valentina would have win, you know, I know Ooh. I know a lot of people are talking about Valentina versus Amanda for the for, uh, third time or fourth time. I don't know how many times they already third third time. Third, um yeah. but Whaley Zang versus Valentina Sivchenko.
1: That would be an amazing fight. Oh pay so much money to see you that. You put fight. that in China? That. Oh, my oh my gosh.
3: That's God. ridiculous. Ridiculous. So <laughs> That's it, matchmaker. And I'm telling tell- you, tell you right now, I'm telling you right now, Dana White does not put these two on here for no damn reason. I'm telling you right now. So mm-hmm. that's a fact, You're you know right about that. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But that's the uh three title bouts. And we got uh you know Uriah Hall versus Chris Wyman. Chris Wyman a legend in the sport, but I believe uh you know he's not at the level he used to be. Um yeah. but you know he he can still win this fight because of you know just just all of his wrestling. Um mm-hmm. Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crute, you know, you know the veteran versus the young guy coming up. Jimmy Crute is, you know, I, I've i told people that you know it, he's he's only at 25. So mm-hmm. if you want to pick some some young guy nobody's talking about, Jimmy Crew for you know to be a champ one day, it's it's definitely possible. It's a great fight. I believe that's the last fight on the main card.
1: Yep. card. Limbs.
3: Um, You know, you got Alex uh, Cowboy Olivera fighting Randy Brown. That's a good solid fight. Um, Brandon Allen making his return, coming off a, a bad loss. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. But the card is fantastic. And like we said, the first time that we're going to see fans in, in, since like a year ago. So that's going to be exciting. And um,
1: Yeah,
3: 100%. I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm mad. Hold
0: up. Card.
3: Hold up. Before we end this topic, of course.
0: We got to keep tr- the tradition going. I know Yoni's not here, but you got to pronounce one of Oh. the prelims names and I picked the last fight in the early prelims with a very familiar first name but his last name's kind of weird Who? the last fight in the early prelims is it uh, uh the woman strolly that's what I have no 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 oh really uh then I guess the last the bantamweight fight
3: oh Kevin oh my god Kevin Nottingham and guy. and the other guy Oh Dana, oh, bro, Dana, what two was? Dana, with, with two names. Dana, man, Dana, nah. Dana Bagarel, ba- Bagarelli
0: Baguerelli or some shit. Baguerelli. Anyway, nah, the, the names are. Oh, in this card, bro, the names uh, are pretty I'm, good.
3: Mo, no. if if they're like Nigerian or some shit, then I have a problem. Oh, man. But if they're if they're you know some some Spanish guys, you know, I'll, I'll you know
0: I'll listen, hang in there. I've barely. always I've always said if your name is like long as fuck, and people know how to pronounce it perfectly, you're just so good. Yeah. Like, I talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kofiw Nomagameh. In- <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: but- okay. But, like, you gotta be good. But yeah. anyways, that was just a little something-something. Uh Okay. On to our next top. Let's talk a little bit NBA. So, I'm gonna give it up to the guests first. The New York Knicks. guys, is it time to get actually excited about Knicks basketball? Again? Oh, I think it's. I, I think, think it's.
1: Time. Time, yeah. yeah. Ahmed,
0: hold up. Let the guests speak. Okay. <laughs> we know about you. You've been preaching this all year since we started the podcast, but guests go on, talk about your Knicks, talk your shit. Go ahead. I, I'm just going to sit back and just listen because, you know, I have my own opinions on the Knicks. I'll
2: start.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I,
2: I think this is I think this is the time to be alive. For if you're a Knicks fan, the team's playing great. Oh, wow. They're defending at a great rate. Uh, you have Julius Randle, a true all-star. Tom Thibodeau. You got the quickly Rose. I mean, this is such a rootable team. This isn't a team that was bought in free agency. This is a team that was built from the ground up. You know, some smaller signings, but for most part, it was built through the draft and smart signings in free agency. And they play hard and play great right now. We're sitting in the fourth seat, I believe with only a few games left to go into the season. It's, it's looking really good for the Knicks. You know, it's looks it looks really good. They're going to be a tough
1: matchup, whoever versus them in the first round. Shout out, Javin. So, this picture I made right here, I made this probably like 10 weeks ago, maybe even oh maybe even before. If this. you
0: guys are watching on the podcast and audio, if you guys just want to search into the YouTube and look what he's did, he has Julius Randle. That, with don't even AD say Photoshop. Team.
1: <laughs> that's it's real it's, that's with real. the
0: MVP award <laughs> listen I know okay just go man I mean, you, not, know,
1: a, you know I'm saying Julius Randle MVP Tom Thibodeau coach of the year we got Nerland's Noel winning defensive player you know oh my. Uh, I don't know if Obi will going to win rookie of the year that, that <laughs> might be you know, a little too much oh, but... thank,
0: oh, that's where you guys don't <laughs> go that far the,
3: the rookie of the year conversation got it got it it's I mean, all good it was, because because Emmanuel Quick is going to win anyway
1: Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, that. It's all good. We good. I forgot he was a rookie. He's so good. But anyway, the Knicks, man, playing fucking amazing. Seven game win streak they're playing right now against the Hawks. Uh I think we're all watching that game. Maybe not Tiku, but uh <laughs> I'm
0: watching Yankees. I'm watching the Yankees.
1: Yeah, man. The Knicks, you <laughs> know, just exciting them. for the first time in years, you know. You act you can tune into a game and like you, you're not thinking like, oh man, it's gonna be a blowout every time, you know. No, no, you get no. fun competitive games.
2: They play hard to the end for Tom. Yep. I, yeah, I just want
3: to go back to what Adam said because it's, it's, it's just perfect. This team is exactly what you want to root for, especially as a New York fan. They play defense from the first minute to the last minute, and I love every single second of it. Tom Thibodeau, um, you know, people are saying, oh, you know, he's not good for the young players, but he's but he's getting the best out of everybody on, on the roster. Everybody. Anybody you name. Um, you know, I think... I think when you watch the Knicks, and I've said this maybe since like the fourth game of the season, first team, first team to score one hundred wins the game. Mm-hmm. And they play a, uh, you know, like an old school type of basketball, and I'm here for. I love it. I'm so so proud of these guys, bro. And like you said, we didn't buy nothing. This is this is natural. This is hard work, and it's just so uh, what's the word? Ironic that the first year that the Nets get these. You know all these uh superstars and all that, and they are superstars, but the Knicks are taking over the city, and it's insane. I love it. Shout out to the Knicks trying to go for eight in a row right now and and go all the way, uh, and get you know that playoff spot. Shout out Cody.
1: What do y'all think? Tom Thibodeau's chances of getting coach of the year,
3: yeah. I want, I want, yeah, bro, he should definitely be top two, top three. And mm-hmm. I know you, know, you know, Quinn Schneider. Monty Williams, those are the only guys I can even debate. Cause Tom Thibodeau, bro, they're five games over five hundred and about to be the fourth seed. New York Knicks. <laughs> so, I mean, it's 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 no debate that he's definitely top three. Will he win it? I don't know. You know, I mean, the media doesn't you know love yeah. the Knicks. So, um, but I think Julius Randle is definitely playing like an All NBA player. You know, like a All NBA. You know, probably 13. Um, but I like bro, just so proud of him, bro. So proud of him.
2: Seven in a row? You kidding me? He's yeah. having
1: some amazing games too.
2: We we mentioned this on our pod that we I think Tom has to be the front runner just because he has that storyline to him. You know, the Knicks have been bad for so long, and he's finally the coach to bring us and resurrect this franchise. That's exactly. amazing. It's and, amazing. And
3: this is the same exact team from last year.
2: Yeah. same team, yeah. bro.
3: If you, I mean. It's just Alec Burks and I love Alec Burks, but he's not, you know, that big of a difference in, to you know to change your whole season around. Yeah, so he's was, was was Noel on the team last season. No, no yeah. He, but, he's, know, know, he's been he's been big for you guys. I know, I know, but he's he's only playing because well he's like he's playing as much as um as he is uh because Mitch is obviously hurt, but he's playing fantastic and it goes back to dibs. He's getting the best out of him. He's doing that. And, you know, it's the same team last year. And this team was one of the worst teams last year. One, one, uh, what's the word? One off season. And now they're the fourth seed. Tom Thibodeau is showing what real cult. Uh, and I also want to go back to this because I was always saying this to every single Knicks fan. Culture is overrated. Either you're a winner or you're not. And, and, and people, oh, oh, we got to. We got to bring in Russell Westbrook and change the culture. No, you got to bring in a real head coach and players who are willing to play for him. Exactly what we've done. And that that's real culture. So I love what they're
1: doing, bro. You know, nothing, nothing. I was ready for you guys to take Russell Westbrook from the Rockets. <laughs> I'm I mean, am praying somebody did.
3: I'm going to not be surprised, but I don't
1: even want to talk day. about the Rockets, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And they, they still
3: mean- talk. It was like forty games in a row they lost, man.
1: <laughs> if we don't, so like, hey. OKC has a pick, right? And it's top three protected, I believe. So if we, bro, if we lose that fucking pick, I don't know, bro. I mean, like, don't yeah. you
0: guys still have uh the Mavericks pick for this? This, this I
3: year's think year's yeah, draft. they have both. Both. You guys have like nine picks in the next like five or six years. Yeah, like, but first rounders, so. I'm not trying to use
1: that top that top pick, you know. No, I like, think that's mm. a top five pick right there for sure.
2: Yeah, I think I think those but picks it, are gonna be pretty late much. in the draft too. From the Nets, yeah. they're yeah, probably picking like
0: 30, 29. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> let me let me let me ask you guys a question: Do you see this success being like for many years, not just a one season wonder? Uh, well, we're talking about Tom Thibodeau now. We know how many minutes each player plays. I think Julius Randle had, plays the most minutes in, in the NBA for any player. Um, do you think this, this is for longevity? Does it work? Can it bring you long-lasting success? Because we know his stints in Chicago were pretty good. You know, the Rose injury happened. A lot of stuff happened there. Um, his Timberwolves, he was there. They took him to the playoffs the first season. Of course, he had Jimmy Butler. Car Anthony Towns. They had more talent than you you could say that the Knicks had. But as a coach, do you see him as the guy to at least contend for a championship? Do you think he is the guy?
3: I mean, I'm more of just you know, just enjoying this right now because it's been such a long time since I've had you know something to root for, you know, and and, and fucking basketball. So I'm I'm just happy with right now. But I mean, it doesn't it does I mean it obviously helps us because if you're making RJ Barrett so much better and and all of this it's just going to help them in the long run so if you know if he is the guy to win a you know a NBA championship I don't know but I'm just I'm just you know living the moment right now and what he's done so far has been insane bro yeah, and that's I mean,
1: understandable comes my fault. the way that the no, no, I was just like, oh I'm yeah, sorry no go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead.
3: No, 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 no.
0: I was just going to say understandable. I get it. <laughs> Go ahead, man.
1: <laughs> just, like, the way that the NBA is, like, set up right now, it's just so hard to win a championship if you're not fucking bringing in yeah. three, M- three All-Stars, some MVPs, you know, it's just mm-hmm. fucking impossible. So, I mean, I, I don't think you maybe necessarily need it, like, get excited for a championship in the immediate future, but like Ahmed said, it's just been so long since you've even been in a playoff spot, you just want to enjoy it right now.
0: Yeah, that's understandable to to think. But I feel like when – I I remember talking about the Knicks, I think maybe when it was like draft time or maybe just right before the season started, how the best thing for the Knicks that they can do this upcoming season is to at least be competitive and try and make the playoffs. And I think they've done better than what I expected. I think they were going to fight for maybe a – a nine or 10 seed, maybe be in that playoff spot. Now they're, they're the fifth seed. They're playing the Hawks right now could be fourth, uh, not that far away from third, the box, but at least being competitive, being in the games. And I don't know what Ahmed thinks. I think culture matters. Culture is part of every team. I said, I brought up the Nets model a couple of season seasons ago where at the end of the day, if you have at least a competitive team and somewhat of like a team identity in a big market, Justin, people talk about the Nets, uh, the, the kids, the second team in New York, blah, blah, blah. But then being in a big market opens up chances for big free agents to come there and try and make themselves, open their brand up, make them bigger than what they are, you know, for business-wise. You can see Kevin Durant, I think his, his company is just, is like um, maybe up to the 35 Ventures, what is it? 35 yeah. Ventures, that's like huge now. but. And for the Knicks, the Knicks are could be one of the hottest spots in 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 NBA. you that's seen it that's right the now. Pro- you're right, and that's been the problem with me about the Knicks. When you talk about being in New York City, they've destroyed that allure themselves.
3: No, like it that's seems enough.
0: They have yeah, exactly, but that's the, he, he's destroyed it. I we, we've I've always been adamant that James Dolan is the problem. But, you know, this whole situation, like, you can't really get him. Yeah, he is a problem, without a doubt. Success, success, short-term success should not mask the the true problem. I don't think Knicks can be a championship contender as long as this guy's there because he will find a way to mess it up. But the way they're doing now, if they can keep it going, they have, like you said, they have a good draft capital. Maybe a star wants to be out. I, I think the star that the Knicks should look out for is Carl Anthony Towns, considering yeah. he has a relationship with uh, Leon Rose and those guys. He, that's the guy that they need to look out because I think at some time, I understand they got a nice core, you know, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. Some people think is not as good as he is, blah, 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 but he's friends with him. That's, that's going to be huge for the Knicks going on and they need to watch that out. I like what the Knicks are doing. I have no criticism about them. I just don't see the long... Jevity of the team being that that special, considering Julius Randle, I don't want to take credit for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, uh, this season he's he's been sensational. I, I think agree. definitely an all all NBA NBA guy, but playing at at the all NBA level, he's gonna ask for money. Now that's gonna be a big decision. Maybe this season, if you, you want got a team a contract extension, maybe the he got a team options. I'm pretty sure, but I think him he's gonna ask for a contract extension. He's gonna talk about that. He's gonna have to. So that's gonna be interesting. I think the development of R.J. Barrett's gonna be interesting. I haven't been the most uh, likable about him, you could say. Like I really, but he's been playing good. He's been shutting me up. So we'll see. We'll see. They they still have a long way to go, but this is this is a good start. You can say for sure. Yeah. So congrats, Knicks fans. Enjoy for now.
2: We are definitely enjoying it. I love it. It's
0: good. Bro, it's good. It's good. you Bro, see it right now, though. You see
3: it right now. If if the Knicks are good. Oh yeah. What you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That for league, sure. I,
0: but that's that's the thing. I'm looking at it like, okay, they're just they're good, they're competitive. Like I have a Knicks fan that tells me he's just happy that they're in games, and I'm like, in my head as Miami Heat fan, that's seen a team that's been in games for the last uh ten years. Even after we lost LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, we were still competing in games. That's not anything special to me. To me, it's you're doing the least well, standard of a team. In we're here. not just competing. Is, we're... You're winning games. You're right. You're right. But he said it like that. I'm like, well, it's not anything to be anything yeah. crazy about. But Randall, RJ, Emmanuel quickly. It's nice. It's That's nice. Perfect. And you guys are playing. We'll
1: it's good. It's good.
0: Yeah. I'll be <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. If you guys want to go look at my NBA mock draft oh, that shit. we did. I said it. I didn't like OB. Omega got mad at me, but I said Obi's not that good, but who knows? He's so young, a rookie, stuff can. He can still be good. Uh, yep. So, let's talk about the man that should have been a Nick, could have been a Nick. Um, I know. I know. Nick's fans have been very kind of down that he was picked literally one pick away after the Minnesota Timberwolves picked the point guard. They picked two point guards in a row. Uh, Stephen Curry, man, what a player! What a season he's having! What do you guys think about his season? MVP frontrunner? Dude, the games he's no. been
1: having are fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's in the MVP conversation just because, <clears throat> just because his team's not in the playoffs right now. And you know, usually it's like the top two seeds usually is the winner for MVP, except that one year that Russ Westbrook. Top five. Went, right? Top five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when was the last time I, besides Westbrook?
3: It's been a minute. Paul Malone, I think, won it when when the Jazz were like six oh seed back all the way in like nineteen nineties. <laughs> yeah, oh so it, it, yeah. it's
1: been it's been a long time. So you know, usually it's like like top three seeds, but Steph Curry's not even in the. I mean, he's in the playoffs, but nine seed. You know, the mm-hmm. playoff in the playing tournament, but you can't discredit the season that he's having and the past couple games that he's been having is fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. It, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that'd yeah. special. I think because th- his team just let him down. I'm sorry, Adam I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're good. you good. The team is just letting him down bad. It's, I mean, this game somebody mm-hmm. stepped up. The one they're playing right now, Ubre decided to drop some points.
2: Yeah.
0: Finally, right?
1: Yeah. So yeah, other I mean, than
0: I'm
2: that,
3: taking...
2: it's Washington. I think uh, Curry's <laughs> playing at an unbelievable level right now, like insane. But I think it might be a little too late in the season for him to to beat out Embiid or Jokic. Because these guys been doing yeah. it all season. Not just mm-hmm. not just the last couple months or a couple weeks. But, you know, I think it's a little too late. If he, if he was going on this, like, hot streak a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I think he'd probably yeah. win it.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, the reason why I really want to talk about Steph Curry, because obviously, you know, his numbers are crazy, ridiculous, even though, you know, James Harden and, you know, LeBron James and all these guys always, you know, kind of put up similar numbers, especially James Harden. I mean, James Harden on the Rockets – we we'll drop 40 wow. and give you 10 and 10 yeah, every night. So, that's you know, perfect. we've seen this before. But the reason why I want to bring up Steph Curry right now is because when you look at the league, LeBron's out, AD's out, Kevin Durant's out, Harden's out. And I saw, I think it was Tim leger He said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is saving basketball right now. Ratings-wise, yeah. ESPN, all that, people are... Tuning in to watch Steph Curry because he at, at this moment he is must Insane. watch, must watch. 100%. So in terms of that, deserves all the credit in the world, and he's been sensational. I mean, I mean, sure. like, yeah, like Steph Curry has always been an incredible player, so it's, it's it's nothing new. But he's not he's not even in the top three MVP. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. stop it. I mean, his team, I believe, is not even in the playoffs right now um even though his numbers have I mean if are you want us to play in the plans yeah but he's ninth right now what are we doing here i mean if if mm-hmm. that's if that's the case and Julius Randle should be ahead of him in my opinion so I'd,
0: I'd i mean that's
3: about yeah um i i listen
0: curry curry's <laughs> he, he's going to end up probably the second best point guard of all time he, there is going to be argument that he might be the best there is <laughs> Um, it depends on if he wins another championship. Maybe if he wins another MVP, they no, can I must talk have forgot about it. who Magic Johnson was then. Nah, nah Magic's someone still, but I'm saying there's a discussion to be had. I'm not saying he is, I'm just saying the discussion could be had.
3: But also sponsored by like uh, I said, Coke. Now, I just wanted to bring that Coke? up. <laughs> Listen, we're making money moves,
0: guys, anyways. But that's Steph Curry, so. yeah, that's I think I think Adam said it very well. I think it's too late in the season to, to just put him at the forefront. You can't. When you look at guys like Jokic, I, in my opinion, and I'm asking you guys to give me, who do you guys think is your front runners at the at the moment? But to me, I think it's Jokic. I think considering where, it's, what is he, what is he averaging? He's averaging like 26, um, 26, eight and 11 was averaging a triple double. He, he he recently very sad that they lost uh, Jamal Murray, yeah. but the Nuggets have stayed a five seed in the West. That's a very tough West. And I think he has to be the front runner. I think James Harden, when he before he got hurt, was two. Oh, yeah. I think Embiid before he got hurt was two. I think there's just so many guys that 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 Giannis, uh, LeBron before he got hurt, uh, it's Damian Lillard. A lot of guys are ahead of Curry, even though he's playing on an insane rate. But the team record, you have to factor that in, into MVP MVPs. You have to. LeBron James didn't win the MVP in 2011 because the Chicago Bulls had the first seed. So you got to, you got to be consistent with that. Um, I'm just going to say a name since we're talking about MVPs. Uh, I, I'm i going to put respect. I, this is going to be my agenda going on on this podcast to put some respect on Rudy Gobert's name. I don't, I think Gobert is at least top, Seven in the MVP rankings, and I'm gonna talk my shit. And I don't give a shit. Look at Ahmed's face. Look at <laughs> <the> <laughs> Ahmed's face. my heart, bro. <laughs> Ahmed's face said, I like, like, uh, like buying. That's the same reaction he had when buying was supposed to go to the Super League. But I think, I think we still got to start giving credit to Rudy Gobert, man. I, I don't give a shit, bro. I'll die in this hill. What do you guys think? Listen,
3: you're definitely right that he is underrated in terms of value. But don't ever bring up Rudy Gobert when we talk about MVP talks, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. Jazz he's a, a, a phenomenal player. Team, you know, yeah, th- yeah, for sure. But, but he's yeah. not the most valuable player in the league. And he's not even in the top five for me.
0: Yeah, I, I think I got to put
1: some respect on his name. should be
3: drug tested for that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't know about top 10 in the MVP. I mean... Top 10 MVP voting? No, I don't think so. I, you know, he's an amazing defensive player and he's definitely a big part of the Jazz success this season. Is, but I don't know. Is about he
3: even him. the most valuable player on his team?
1: No, I, especially I,
3: recently because Donovan Mitchell has been putting up ridiculous numbers. I know, I know, I think now he's hurt. Hurt. But. He's, and
0: they're, they're on their way to win their third game since he's left and only I mean they got a won.
3: fantastic team and it's Quinn Schneider who I've always said is a phenomenal coach but they've got a good team so it- Jordan Clarkson's playing great uh Royce O'Neal Joel Ingles I mean even their bench players are you know actually playing great Shout my guy um hmm. Eli Hughes from Syracuse but yes. come on bro like Rudy Gobert MVP like he, bro, he don't even win MVP in, like, France. You t- you <laughs> talking about over here, bro. Stop it.
0: Listen, I think he's number one for defensive player of the year. Even though I'm a little bit biased, I could put Bam as number one. But, uh, Gobert, I think you need a little bit more respect. I think he's arguably the best player on that team. I really do. And he gets, he gets a lot of heat. But So, let's get into the question I said
3: before. Each one of you you guys got to tell me who is your front runner for MVP. I to go ahead. You go first. I, I think at this moment right now it's just two guys. I think it's Joel Embiid and, and and you know obviously Joker if I have to pick right now I'll probably go Joker. His, his numbers are ridiculous. He, he's also shooting ridiculous. Like you know he's uh yeah. 85% from the free throw line. If you were just 90%, mm-hmm. 50, 40, 90 and he's also giving you 26 uh 12 and 8 ridiculous numbers. Nuggets are I believe top 5 seed even though Joel Embiid has been insane all year. He's, he has missed some games. Um, and Joker has been from from the first game. And also also uh, coming off after, uh, you know, that bubble, he didn't have a lot of time. And he just came back, mm-hmm. no complaints, did all the work. And obviously now I'm uh, losing Jamal Murray-Harris, but he's still the
2: MVP in my eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think what Jokic has the advantage over everybody is that he's been durable, Yeah, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you named it before that Embiid's missed time. Jan, LeBron, all these – everybody's been missing time. Harden. And Jokic has been doing this since game one. I think he's been carrying his team on his back. His numbers are insane. He definitely deserves it. He's shooting very efficient. He's he's their engine right now. And the Nuggets, before Jamal Murray got hurt, they were up there in the top of the – in the West. So, I think it has to be him.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I also think it's Joel Embiid, Jokic. I think if Jokic can – keep his team where they are now with Jamal Murray-Hurray and in the fourth seed, mm-hmm. and they don't skid down anymore, I think that he should be MVP. But if they fall even more, then I think Joel Embiid's going to win even with the injuries, okay. unless he just doesn't play the rest of the season, you know?
3: And I, and I think the media obviously wants Joel Embiid to win, yeah. in my eyes. You know, they obviously want Joel to win. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. For whatever that reason makes that sense. Is. I think we'll...
3: Yeah, it's pretty weird. Even though I think early in the
0: season, it, the media was definitely going a little bit on LeBron James to win MVP. Even though, yeah, I think he was having a great season. Don't get me wrong, every year. Just I think Joel and Jokic were were definitely insane. <sighs> Any other NBA topics you want to bring up? Anything that you guys found interesting? I I've, I've made it known that this season hasn't been my my favorite. I haven't found the enjoyment. Maybe it's because Miami just. A very weird team this season winning games then losing games but I don't know I, I I think I think the NBA I think Adam Silver really messed up this season considering it started off so so early no rest. Yeah. Um you see a lot of injuries on the Lakers you see a lot of injuries on Miami. Uh those teams that were in the finals did a lot. It hurt us a lot. And you also look at the teams that went deep you just look at the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray going out, Donovan Mitchell getting hurt for Utah. I think – do you guys any, have any talks, Any anything about how the season's going on? Do you guys – with how quickly it happened and everything about it?
2: Yeah, I think the beginning of the season was very slow. It's because people had to get rest and then people had to get ramped up on a short notice. And don't forget, in the beginning of the season, a lot of COVID games got to mm-hmm. get pushed, postponed and pushed, and that was a mm-hmm. whole mess like the Celtics yeah. and a bunch of other teams. So the beginning of the season was really brutal to get through. I think now it's starting to feel like basketball again, especially with the playoffs mm-hmm. around the corner. Uh, but I, I have to agree. I think Adam Silver kind of mishandled this season because it was too soon. You know, they just mm-hmm. did the the, the the bubble. It was too quick. Yeah. A lot of people got injured. They don't want to see – nobody wants to see the superstars get injured. Nobody wants to see Braun and, and mm-hmm. uh, all the other guys get hurt. So I, mm-hmm. I think – Beginning of the season was brutal, but I think when playoffs come, it's going to be NBA basketball. over. It's going to be great. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I think you know yeah, the definitely.
3: only problem is is uh, you know they probably start off a little too early, but you know to have NBA basketball, especially as a Knicks fan this year, I cannot complain. So I, I'm not going to complain.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they need. I think they need the playoffs to start up to bring some energy and. Maybe that will bring me back to watching some games more. So with the NBA being.